0: podcast is part of the sports social podcast network
1: a toast to our new college grad who fills us with so much joy almost as much as when we're in our rv oh the world is your oyster kiddo and ours too now that we're covered with progressive dad and i can hop in our rv anytime we want might even splurge on a retractable awning look out
2: (laughs) sorry what was i talking about
1: Protect your loved one with an RV policy from Progressive. Take as little as four minutes to see what you could save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Welcome to uh, FYP Extra, our brand new post-match, instant post-match extra podcast here from Old Trafford where Palace have lost 2-0. Uh, I'm Jim, I'm joined by Rob Sutherland Hello. and we've got Stephen Kingdom um, who if you don't know the name you'll know the face because he's the guy that's always dressed in biking outfit because he's cycled to and from every game this season. Steve, you're nearly there but you still got to go back today haven't you?
3: Well, not today. Today I'm just going to a friend's five miles down the road, and then I've got to do two more days cycling to get home on Tuesday night.
1: Just so you're so close to the finishing line?
3: Yeah, 215 miles to go, and then and then I'm home and I'm done. But tell us a bit about why you're doing this challenge. Yeah, I'm doing it to raise money for a charity called Contact a Family, who support families with disabled children.
1: OK. And why did you, why did you choose
3: that? Um, in, in a previous job, I worked very closely with them. It's a it, They're a great charity. They do really amazing work. It's a cause I'm really passionate about, yeah.
1: Will you, I think everyone wants to know, will you be doing this again at some point in the future? Has it, What's it been like as a challenge? Has it been harder than you thought or has it actually been a bit easier? Maybe you thought about doing it again?
3: Uh, It's been brilliant. I have enjoyed every minute of it. It's been a magnificent experience. A bit of me would like to do it again, but I'd also like to stay married, so it's a a (laughs) one-off. What about if Palace get in
1: Europe? You could do a European version of it.
3: Yeah, that'd be fun. Actually, well, of course, when I was first planning it, it was still possible
1: we'd be in Europe, but I kind of worked out that probably wouldn't be doable. Okay. well, Steve said he enjoys uh, the challenge. Rob, did you enjoy today? Because... Palace just came out today and didn't seem...
0: They were on the beach, weren't they? I think, firstly, very quickly, you've got to give Steve a lot of credit because he's, he's actually managed to go to all these away games when Palace have been pretty awful this season. <laughs> like when, to be fair, I think when Steve thought about doing the challenge, he thought it might get better after <laughs> last season's bad form, but the fact that he's done it, despite the, the defeats to, uh, to to Swansea and games like that, mm. all of these things, they, they, it all adds up, but he's, he's been here and done it. It's amazing.
1: What was driving you on, you know, going back from... Uh, those, those long away trips up north and uh, where no, and Swansea five four. What are you thinking? Cycling back when you've just seen Palace lose again on the road.
3: I was trying to think about anything other than football, really. Um, actually, I, I just loved the cycling. Sometimes it was the thing that cleared my head. And if I'd gone home quickly by train like other people, I'd have probably, you know, kicked the cat.
1: <laughs> yeah. Could the Palace players have done with maybe cycling up to this game today, Robert? just off the pace. Uh,
0: they did look off the pace. It looked like we'd been. The, it looked like uh, Mourinho and Allardyce had come to some kind of agreement that we wouldn't be kicking lumps out of them, because uh, we did. We just lacked that intensity. And then, I mean, it, you kind of feel a little bit sorry for. Uh, for, for Joel Ward for making that mistake for the second goal it wasn't really his fault and then from 2-0 down you're not going to make any differences really
1: we are going to kick in lumps though I mean Wilf every week he gets hammered doesn't he again goes off today because he's had too many fouls is it a compliment that people foul him like that, or should he get more protection? Well, it is a compliment, but
3: he should get more protection. I mean, for once, the referee at least was giving the free kicks today, but he just wasn't booking them, and it was time and again, and he kept talking to them, but it was just like a licence to carry on. What do you think was wrong with Palace today, Steve? Just weren't up for it, or tactically, or what? I don't know, they just did seem a bit off the pace. I think what was disappointing was it was the defending... You know, and we let Man United do what we've been doing to teams. We sort of pushed on, and and they let us. You know, they sucked us in, and then they hit us on the break. And, and yeah. second half, we gave it a bit more of a go. But and if we got one back, I think we might have we might have given them a game. But
1: I think it was I think once. I mean Pogba played very well didn't he in the first half and I th- and Luca sort of struggled a bit against him I thought MacArthur looked quite up for it I thought once Pogba went off and he made those early subs to, to save him for midweek that's when we, we got back into it but I mean like Steve says we've been we've been coming to places like this earlier in the season Rob and we've been getting at Pogba getting at those kind of players and we just for some reason this wasn't happening today
0: I think it's a, it's a couple of things really so the season's been quite tough for the players mentally I, I reckon and I, I know that we you, you can kind of argue that it, you know, they've had all these you know they're, they're kind of pampered and whatever else but it has been quite a mentally tough season and I think after that whole, whole win you could argue that they might have let themselves go a little bit um, and, to, and again the whole Man you playing in three days time you kind of appreciate that maybe Allardyce kind of would have I, I don't know would have said well he did,
1: say, he did say didn't he that he would happily have moved the game to, to yesterday what would that have done for your
0: plans?
3: Yeah, I'd have uh, I'd have had a couple of hotel rooms paid for that I wouldn't get
1: the money back, but otherwise it would have been all right. Yeah. Uh, do you think? Um, so obviously today was all about Man United playing the youngsters ahead of ahead of Wednesday night. Was it actually a good opportunity, Steve, for Palace to play for youngsters? When we had Kai Kai come off the bench, Juan uh, Basaka was on the bench as well. Maybe a perfect game in you know, sort of dead rubber to actually give them a start. Maybe,
3: yeah, maybe. But I, I, I hoped we'd play a strong team because I'd hoped, I'd hoped we'd win and finally win at Old Trafford in the league. And they're the one team we haven't beaten since we came back up. So I was pleased to see us play a strong team at the start. Just, yeah. really
1: didn't play a strong performance. Yeah, it wasn't very strong. Would you, would you have chucked in Kai Kai because there's no Townsend? He so kind of thought, like for like. Because yeah. Van Nol didn't really do it, did he? Left mid.
0: It's, it does seem a bit, bit of a weird one. Maybe it's, maybe it was just a case of trying to double up on Lingard. Like the fear that he might have, might have done something But you're right I think they're, they're, it kind of says a lot about our team at the moment That, that we only had two young players on the bench And of only one of those actually came on And that was Kai Kai I thought Kai Kai had some decent touches But you know, it's not it's not an easy situation to come on at Old Trafford And to expect him to to run the team ragged
1: No, that's why I, w- I, w- I would have started him And Allardyce did say this week I- I'm going to look at young players in pre-season I'm going to see who can make the step up And, and try and use them next season Palace fans love that don't they Steve they love seeing a young player come through it's why we love Will so much he's local that's why we love Punch so much it feels like we haven't in recently haven't quite had anyone else break through and do that it's kind of frustrating yeah it's been a bit of a gap hasn't it I think all teams all
3: fans love seeing the young players come through And but the Palace have got such a tradition from the team of the 80s team and it's really important to us And so I hope we just give players like Luke Dreyer and
1: yeah. Sully Kai Kai a decent go in pre-season and, yeah. and they can be a big part of the squad next season good stuff okay well shall we check in with Sam see what you said after the game uh, this is Allardyce's post-match press conference here at Old Trafford <laughs>
2: Two goals, two shots on target, Man United, two goals, difference between the both sides today, so I mean our first half uh, performance was really decidedly average, our two goals that we conceded were avoidable, Um, had a goal in the second half, couldn't find a goal to put a little bit more pressure on Man U, and um, we finished the season with a loss, um, but overall it's been a great success since the turn of the year, and... um, and a big achievement by all the players all the all the backroom staff and the owners to get where we are to get safe without having to come Man United for any points Is that enough lads? Okay. <laughs> so, just on a, a day like this It's very difficult to motivate players you've done you've done your work Well I think you saw that in the first half performance as much as you, you've got the opportunity to go out and uh, create another good result for yourselves like you did at Chelsea and Liverpool this year there's not the same pressure on the players so so they tried to get where they were and they, they couldn't get there particularly in the first half well second half obviously they did a lot better um, I think from our point of view Patrick's run through in the first minute was the key moment where he's clear through in, in the six yard box and just didn't slip a ball to Christian Benteke we go one nil up I'll be sitting here with we wouldn't have got beat. I'd be convinced of that. But we didn't put it in when we had the chance. And that's the difference between winning and losing in the Premier League. Those small moments make all the difference. And like I said, when you look at the stats, Man United had two shots on goal, scored two. We had only one shot on goal, hit the post. A couple of good, reasonable opportunities, but nothing else. So there wasn't much between the sides, apart from Man United's finished better than we did. And just for you personally... How do you reflect on this season? You, you've come out, the reputation's intact. It you know, obviously wasn't a great start to the season. I think that uh, the uh, the finish, again, is the, the joy of doing this job. I mean, the hardest bit is the beginning, the turnaround. Um, the times and hours and days you spend to try and reverse what is a difficult situation in the in and behind the scenes as well as on the pitch, so the problem just doesn't lie on the field. The problem lies in in the in the football club, in certainly from the football aspect point of view. And you've got so to turn that around. That For me personally, beating Chelsea, Arsenal, Liverpool in that that eight nine days was was a great thrill and the quality of the performance. And without those victories, we'd be relegated now. We'd be down and we'd be out. So it shows you the enormity of those victories and what it means. Means the club as well as all the other victories we got, but that spell, um, those new players in general, the pick up of confidence with the rest of the players, the performances um, have, uh, have been really, really good. And just a shame today we didn't do a bit better. You've done the hard work of keeping the, team
1: in the division. How much restructuring
2: work have you got ahead of you now? So you don't know I think that um, we'll, we've got a a lot of players that um, that we've got to make decisions on one way or the other in the next seven to ten days, which we should do that with the chairman as quickly as we can. And, um, as usual, uh, dip into the market if and when we can when there's the right player available, which means that summer will be difficult as always. It's never easy, but uh, the ever-increasing... Evaluating costs of players are a big problem for any football club, and are, and are for Crystal Palace, by paying that sort of money.
0: Okay. Thank you. I
2: don't know. Okay. Until I wake up one day and say i enough.
1: Okay, so that was Sam, Um, kind of accepting the fact that Palace weren't very good in the first half, Rob. Um, And he's been talking the last couple of weeks about that next season, Palace have to kick on. We can't be in a relegation battle again. We have to make sure that we, we just get to that next level. That's got to be the aim for next season, hasn't it? We can't be, again, dragged into a, into a dogfight.
0: I think it has to be... To be fair, I just checked the, the league table and we, we finished 14th in the end, mm. uh, which isn't... A, it's not awful. In the scheme. Is that... For you, is that a success or a failure? No, I mean, it's a failure still, isn't it? You, you, really? Yeah, after after the the difficulty earlier, like the fact that we, we played until the penultimate game before being saved, I think that is, that is a failure, given the, squad, the players that we signed, the kind of investment we made. You, you do expect it to be a failure. That said... Much of that failure came earlier in the season. It's not really you can't really point at Allardyce and say that was all his fault.
1: Well, you uh, Steve. What do you reckon, success or failure?
3: Well, it's an amazing success from half time against Sunderland at home.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But
3: but overall, I agree with Rob. When you're you're spending 30 odd million on Christian Benteke in the
1: summer, you you don't want to be in a relegation battle. Right. So it's
3: been disappointing, but it's finished all
1: right. Um, and also the thing is, you can see. Every season, big teams get dragged into the, into the relegation, but so anyone can still go down. So I think really the aim is still to stay up most seasons, isn't it? But next season, bearing in mind it's our record fifth consecutive in the top flight, what would you say the aim the aim is?
3: I think we should be looking to be comfortably mid-table, top half, lower top half, you know, tenth, to ninth, to tenth, that sort of thing, and hopefully running one of the cups.
0: Yeah,
1: cup run would be good. What would you? Uh, Steve Parish running, sprinting through the the, <laughs> the car park. I've already got a train to catch back to London.
0: Uh, Rob, for you, target for next season? I think it's the same. I think it's about making the right kind of recruitments. We need to we need to sign a couple of midfielders, I think, with Kabai possibly going. James Macarthur might go too. Um, we, we definitely need another striker, especially if Fraser Campbell's gone and then Remy's Remy's not around. So but there's, it's going to be important. And then also working on the defence because I, I don't think that's quite ready yet.
1: OK, right. So, Steve, one last leg to go. <laughs> you ready for it? I mean, it would be nice if Palace send you off on your final leg with a win, wouldn't it? It would have done, but it's a lot better than this. than if we'd gone
3: down, I think if we got, I think if we'd gone down, I'd have got the train home. To be honest, I <laughs> just abandoned it. How much have you raised now, Steve? Um, I think because there's some money I know is coming that's not yet on the Just Giving, but I think I'm now uh, over sixteen thousand pounds.
1: Fantastic. And is there? A, uh, do you know the link that people can donate to if they listen to this and feel like they want to get involved? Well, I hope they do.
3: Yeah, it's um, www.justgiving.com forward slash
1: cycling the season all one word fantastic good stuff well best of luck for the for the last leg back thanks very much for talking to us um it's always good to see you steve cheers thanks very much for, for, for having me on top man right okay well that's our extra podcast that we started doing if you like this tweet us let us know we'll try and do them next season as well but the regular full-length podcast last one of the season we'll be back in a couple of days time
2: Podcast Network.